0: You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age in their families to help them understand language and communicate better. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and to learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. This is episode six, Language Happens happens All Day Long. So I wanted to get more into when should we work on language skills with our children? When should we try to get them to do more talking, more speaking? And uh, I guess you can kind of guess where I'm going with this. Um, there really is no bad time to work on language and there really is no wrong Um, routine that you have during your day. I think um, whenever we do therapy in the homes, I think parents do get used to the idea of using language when you are playing, when you pull out toys and you're working with specific toys and you're talking using those toys. But really, using language intervention and strategies all day long will also help you to get better at doing – setting things up or looking – for things within your routines to help model language. Uh, And one of the things about early language learners is that everything is new to them. Experiences that we've done over and over and over again are brand new for our little kids under three. And so um, being able to talk to them about all the different things you do really helps build a, a very rich language understanding and knowledge and then eventually use. So you can do language modeling at breakfast. You can do it during bath times. You can do it when you're on a walk. And if you're working on talking about language all day long, they're going to get all kinds of really interesting language that they'll hear all throughout the day. So uh, one thing you want to do is focus on the names of the toys and the people that your child is going to be playing and interacting with as well as the actions that they're doing. When you're thinking about what kind of language you want to model, think about what they are looking at, experiencing, touching, holding, sometimes mouthing if they're teething. Uh, It's important to just talk about those things because even kids who are putting things in their mouth when they're younger are actually learning about the properties of that object as they do it. So examples of that might be, you found the puzzle. There's a piece. You got a piece of a car. Your puzzle piece is a car. You're putting the puzzle piece in, okay? So that's a way of modeling language that talks about the child's actions. You can also model language that talks about the things that you're doing through the day. May not seem very interesting to you, but for most kiddos, working a... a, dishwasher or a clothes washer or putting things into the the laundry basket or starting up a garden hose is such an interesting, intriguing thing because they haven't done it all the times that we've done it. So it would be great if you could comment on the things that you're doing. and And maybe it's not really instinctive to some parents to do that, to say, oh, I'm turning on the faucet. Time to wash my hands. Got to squirt the soap out pump, pump, pump. Here's three pumps. Wash, wash, wash. I'm going to rub my hands together. Things like that for kids are really great for them to hear because they're learning the names of the actions that you're doing and the things that you're interacting with in the day. If they're watching you, they're interested in what's going on. For example, let's say uh, a a container of Cheerios gets uh, knocked down on the floor and they go all over the place. And what you might want to do is actually comment on that before you actually clean it up, brush to clean it up. See if they notice and then talk to them about it. Oh, wow, look, the Cheerios fell down on the floor. Oh, no, we better get a broom and then talk about what you're doing. Oh, I'm sweeping it up. Oh, bye, Cheerios, as you put them into the trash. <laughs> um, and, or uh, let's say you're washing the clothes and you talk about putting the clothes in and watching the water go up or the water's cold or the water's hot. Now we've got to put the soap in. And, and even ha- letting them watch the uh, the water chug around with the with the clothes if you can do that. When we, one thing you want to do is use short sentences when you're modeling language with your child. Try to think, at about a three word at a time level, but you can fudge with that a little bit. Uh, There was some recent research that was published in one of our speech journals that talked about a trigram. And what a trigram is, is basically a combination of three words at a time. We used to think if we just put two words together, if a child was using maybe single words or not too many words, that two, two words would be a good level at which to model language. But what they're learning is three words at a time or where they're about is about perfect for kids learning to listen to language and and groups of words together and then say them. So think about trying to do that with your child, modeling about two to five words into a sentence when you're talking to them about what they're doing as they're playing. And what you can do is, you know, I talked about a little earlier about trying to focus on the names and then the action that you're doing with the things that you're interacting with. Try to lean on those words just a little bit. All right. So what you might say is, oh, you have a green car. Let's push the car. Are you ready? One, two, three, push the car. And so I'm leaning on push and car. I'm leaning on the color word green. You have a green car. And that's how you help children understand and focus in on the words that you want them to so that they might end up combining those words themselves. Also, thinking about special Uh, activities that you do, places that you go, there's always new language that you can use in special things that you do. Say maybe meeting up with a family member you haven't seen since before COVID times, or a birthday party, or possibly um, a holiday those are coming up now. So so holidays are a great time to learn words that aren't typical ones they'll hear all day long, or um, to taste foods or to try things that they haven't tried before. Those are a great way to model all kinds of language that your child wouldn't otherwise hear. So this is kind of just a quick shot of ideas uh, to try and things to think about when you're modeling language for your child. Uh, Just think about the fact that Going back to the fact that this is the first time some of these kids are going to be hearing these words in their lives, or they've maybe only heard these words a half a dozen times or less. So uh, just keep in mind that those are our first experiences children have had and that you can always enhance their understanding of that language by describing the things that you and they are doing throughout your day. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would help me greatly if you would subscribe or leave a five-star review. For additional content, including YouTube videos, articles, handouts, and help catered specifically to your child's needs, please visit PlayTeachTalk.com.